Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Trophy Talk. This is episode eight of our bi-weekly trophy podcast, where we talk about all things trophy-related, trophy hunting, what games we've been playing as it relates to trophies, you kind of name it. It's uploaded every other week, as I said, onto soundcloud.com slash ckpresent, and we are very close, I'm happy to say, to getting it onto iTunes, barring Apple coming back and telling me we are not worthy. So I'm one of your hosts, as always, Colin Colhoven, joined by, uh, yeah, my gosh, joined by <laughs> Eli Downing and Daryl Fuimano. How you guys doing today? Awesome. Doing great. I appreciate you not calling me out for messing up some of the first words of the podcast there. It's pretty uh pretty ridiculous. I don't know what was going on. Had a little brain no, fart. Real, <laughs> real life podcast, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna edit that shit out. Yeah, how you guys doing? Everything's good? Games are good. Games are great. <laughs> Games are great. I'm enjoying my current hunt. Fantastic. Everything's a, pretty good. There's a lot to look at on PlayStation right now, though. Yeah, I, that's, that's a very good point. I, I'm glad you brought that up, because I did want to, before we get into our usual run of the show, I think it's a good idea for us to kind of talk about the PlayStation sale that's going on. It's called the Days of Play sale, if I remember correctly. Correct. Okay. So I know you guys pre-show were saying you have some some input on this and things you wanted to talk about. So I'm going to open it up to you guys to either you know discuss that if you want or anything from the previous episode you want to correct or any addendums. That is totally fine as well. Yeah, the yeah the sale looks pretty. At first, I was pretty disappointed in the sale because it's a lot of it's a lot of new games. So for me and my typical purchases, it it didn't align very well. But there is a lot of good games out there for people who are, you know, looking for the newer thing that you know is willing to spend some money on games, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, they you know they have a lot of the big newer ones and. Cod, 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 Modern Warfare's on there, and you know Spider Man and the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order just dipped under the thirty dollar mark, so it's kind of getting closer to where where I lie. I think that game then there's is, also it's really worth also, thirty dollars. I would say too. Ooh, thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one, as I've heard. Wolfenstein Two, but yeah, there's Wolfenstein Two and Daryl. It's up there. Yeah, so I <laughs> added that to my you. added that to my cart. So I'm going to purchase that today for sure. Fucking mad so man. So you guys gotta. Yeah, <laughs> I'm being held accountable now that it's on record now. So <laughs> it's on my backlog now. So I'm pretty pretty stoked to play it. See if I can get that trophy. Oh my gosh, I am. Yeah. It gives me anxiety just thinking about going for that trophy. I was talking to Eli yeah. about it because. You know, you had said you wanted to go for it previously now that it was on sale. And I was trying to equate it to something that I could sort of make sense of. And I think the closest correlation would would be doing a Call of Duty campaign on Veteran, Daryl. And then every time you die, you have to restart the entire game. <laughs> Ooh, that would be pretty bad if Call of Duty went that route. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they never have a trophy like that. Although Black Ops 3 got close, but I just think... Well, we'll see once you get into it. I'm really curious to hear what you think of the game in general because I bought it on sale and it didn't really resonate with me as much as the first game did. So I ended up trading it back in like a loser to GameStop for like 12 cents or something. So, Yeah, I'm going to have to take a look at the storyline because I don't know where that falls 
in the Wolfenstein series. So I might have to like pull up like the games on YouTube just to get familiar with the story and then like kind of be in the loop at, when I start playing this, that game. You just haven't so played the previous ones? I've never played a Wolfenstein game. Oh my gosh. That would be my first. Wow. Okay, cool. Well, I, I would recommend, yeah, doing that, either watching it on YouTube or some other form of getting that knowledge because the first two games are sequential. It's a sort of main game, the New Order, I believe it's called, and then the Old Blood is the prequel to the first game. And then the game that you're going to play takes place roughly a few years, I believe, after the events of the first game, and it's it picks up pretty much directly where that le- left off in terms of the main character's story arc. So you'll want to get a little bit of background before going in. Colin's got some good videos on that I watched. Oh, shit. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Much appreciated. Yeah, that was part of my idea of doing a full series playthrough for that, and then I never ended up doing it. Word of the wise to you, Eli, as you're getting into this Eli or Eli venture, YouTube venture, stick to what you say you're going to do because me being a dumb college student and like, oh, I'm going to do a solo legendary playthrough for every Halo Reach main mission or the whole, whole all the Halo series. I did, you know, almost one full game and then stopped and I feel like you just let people down. You know, you got to stick to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to stick yep. to it. Appreciate the shout out though. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any other games you mentioned? What was that? Those two games you mentioned are also on sale. They're in the bundle. So now mm. that you say those are essential to understanding the story, I might actually just pick that up. I think they're really good, I have to say. I, having played and beaten both of them, I didn't platinum them because this was back on Xbox One, actually. So beginning of the new console generation, I played them. And yeah, Really, really solid games. And I think the trophy lists are much more reasonable than Wolfenstein 2, primarily because yeah. of that Mein-Lieben trophy. Yeah, I bought them as well. They're high on my priority list to try that series as well as the uh, the Metro series. Oh, but man. as far as Wolfenstein goes, they're, uh, the New Order, which is the first game, is a 5 out of 10, 20 hours. And the Old Blood, since it's you know it's a shorter prequel, I guess, it's a 5 out of 10, 12 hours. Are they multiple playthrough requirements? I do not believe so. Oh, interesting. I think okay. Single playthrough. That's good to know. Yeah, because there's yeah. without spoiling anything for you, Daryl, at the <clears> beginning <throat> or Eli, at the beginning of the first game, there's a decision point where the story can go in two different ways. So I I'm surprised that there isn't a trophy that's related to each or either of those branching paths. And now that I'm remembering it, I actually played Wolfenstein the New Order on Xbox three sixty. So that's how long ago that was. Mm-hmm. That was one of those like straddling the generation games. I don't know. The sale was pretty good though. It um I certainly wanted a few things. I didn't end up adding anything to my cart because the things that were appealing to me were was stuff like the Spider-Man Game of the Year edition, and I'd already platinumed the base game, so I didn't want to buy it again just for the DLC essentially. And you know, The Witcher is always on sale, I feel like, and that game is really appealing from some standpoints, but I've talked about it in length, how I, I just think that game is way too big if you're going to be going for trophies or achievements. So I never end up pulling the trigger on it. And the same thing with uh, a few of the other massive open-world RPGs. Assassin's Creed Odyssey I want to go back to, but same problem. So, I don't know. It's worth checking out, though. Any other recommendations you guys have from the Days of, sa- or days of Play sale, I should say? Those are pretty good. Uh, there's A lot of the LEGO games are on sale, which are 
good trophy hunts, I guess. Um, pretty relaxed trophy list. It was a bit of grinding, but it is a Lego game, so there's not a lot of uh, consequences in dying and whatnot. So yeah. I did end up buying the... There's like a triple triple pack in there for the Marvel superheroes. You get Marvel superheroes one and two, and then the event, one of the Avengers games. Um, oh, wow. I think that was the best price for, you know, the best bang for your buck. And so I was trying to get something me and my son could play together. So we're going to start that hunt together. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, was a, it was a slow grind. I think it took us like 45 minutes to beat the first level. So yes. it's fun. It's enjoyable, but yeah, you know, did he like it? Was he enjoying his time? Yeah. It's a bit tough to like work on puzzles with a, uh, with a four-year-old. <laughs> um, but like, he's super hyped on, you know, he got to be the Hulk and Spider-Man. Oh, that's so, cool. You know, it's pretty like Spider-Man's is, he he was calling himself Spider-Man for a while, so like it was pretty fun. That's awesome. In that sense, yeah, yeah. I think the thing with the Lego games is that you need to just find the property that you enjoy the most outside of the games and choose those to go for and those games to play, because there's so many Lego games now. And if you're not already invested in what the original story is or the characters. I feel like the grind could get to be a bit much. But for example, like the Star Wars Lego games, I'd be pretty down to go for something like that. But I know they're working on, that studio is working on a full nine story collection. I think it's called the Skywalker Saga, Lego Skywalker Saga. And it's going to have updated graphics and missions from the original ones and some new trophies and stuff like that. So that might be one to jump in on if you're a Star Wars nerd like me. It's a lot of games. Yeah, well, it's I think it's one trophy list, or it's going to be for nine games. Yeah, for nine different movies, sort of. So you play missions from like each of the nine Star Wars movies. Okay. Yeah, that's what I know about it right now. I don't think there's been a whole lot of info that's come about it, so maybe we'll hear something in the near future. But it sounded appealing to me. Daryl, have you played Lego games at all? Like a man child. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I played one a while back. It was the one that was on the DC universe. I think you got to play as like Batman and some of the other iconic characters from those uh, from the, from that series. Hmm. Did you like it? It was fun. I liked it. I think if I would ever get back into it, I'd definitely play the Lord of the Rings because mm. that's that's like my jam right there. Sure. There is a Hobbit one as a- well. That's pretty good. I played the Hobbit one on Xbox One as a weird sentence, but I did. <laughs> and it was decent, so. Very good. Okay, well, yeah. I think that's speaking, about it. Go ahead. Speaking about difficulty, though, oh, yeah. with the, the, uh, the new Colossus, I thought I'd bring up, like, the... the Because we, we discussed a little bit about the difficulty um, last last podcast, and, uh, you know, and, and it, how it relates to, like, trophies and whatnot. But I just wanted to touch a little bit on how, you know, the game develop- developers can can really trick your mind into those. And that's kind of what I was, like, relating to with them being honest mm-hmm. with how they developed the game. I mean, aside from just, like, yeah, we made this difficulty really hard with just making them bullet sponges or whatever. But also, 
you know, like how you touched on Halo difficulty is meant to be played on heroic. Like that is done to make the player feel more like a badass. Yeah. So like, yeah, they have to be honest with like, so like, yeah, if there's a difficulty or trophy for playing it on the hardest difficulty, but it's, it was built to be played on that difficulty, mm-hmm. then it, then, then it's more fair. But, um, you know, they can, cause they do a lot of things behind the scenes that we don't always know, especially as a, a more casual gamer, like, right. Like the doom games do it where the little last chunk of your health is um worth a lot more than you would think it is you know because games are meant to be fun and enjoyable and make you feel like a badass right so i just wanted to kind of clear a little bit more of that up yeah yeah i think that makes sense and when you were talking it actually made me realize this happens in strange brigade as well the the thing you were discussing with doom and the last bit of your health being more weighted um, that also happens in Strange Brigade because once you dip down to that really small bit of your health bar that's not like the m- most of the semicircle, you can get hit a few times there where I feel like normally I would have taken much more damage had that been just a, a hit when I was at full health, right? So they kind mm-hmm. of do these things to make the game not as frustrating to play in some ways. And also to your point, the series Kingdom Hearts has been known for this through all of its entries so there's a mode that's either called proud mode or critical mode depending on the title you're playing and you take a ton of damage from enemies and it's meant to be the most difficult form of playing the game but actually speedrunners will do this category over a standard playthrough because the developers worked in a system where you deal almost triple damage and someone can correct me if i'm wrong on that in the comments but i think it's triple it might be double damage to enemies as well so While you are dying quicker, if you are someone who's mastered the dodge mechanics or you kind of know enemy placements well enough, it's actually faster and easier to play through on that than it is to play on normal. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty weird, right? Yeah. I think it's worth a little bit of research before you discredit a game for it having a hard difficulty and you don't want to do the trophy. Yeah. Or it's too easy or whatever. You know, just do a little research and find out what, what, what could it really be like. Right. before you decide. And especially if it's a genre that you're more proficient with. So for example, like a shooter, I tend to play a lot of first-person shooters. So if there's a trophy for playing that on the hardest difficulty or the second hardest, that won't really be too difficult for me as compared to doing something like God of War on the hardest difficulty or something like that. So, you know, you have to know your own strengths as well in terms of what type of games you like to play and let that inform mm-hmm. your decision. Also, maybe check sure that, make sure there is a trophy for the hardest difficulty. Darryl. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks for bringing that up again. Wait, what, which so game hard. was that for? I forget, actually. Am I an idiot? What are we talking about here? God of War. Oh, God of yeah, War. that's right. Oh. It's okay, man. You have bragging yeah. rights now. Yeah. I, I kind of wish that I could have taken the picture. Because I think once you beat it on Give Me God of War, it'll actually say, oh, thanks for beating it on this difficulty. So I probably probably would have been my only proof that I've beaten it mm-hmm. instead of, like, taking my word for it. Having that picture probably would have added some some proof to it. Yeah, now no one, I don't even know if it's real. Like, actually, how do I know that you've done that, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I don't you could be totally <laughs> lying to us right now. I never even it's considered. Bold. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to uh, bring that game back out of the shelf and play it again so I can take that picture. <laughs> yeah, Pixar, it didn't happen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, on the other hand, yeah. though, I think people who have the platinum in that game, like Eli, are probably pretty excited that there's no trophy for that, just because. Wasn't that a like a patch or some sort of addition to the? Was it a separate sort of line item on the trophy list, or would it have been because Spider-Man, for example? had no trophy-related difficulty, and then they added New Game Plus into it, and now if you have the Platinum, there's another, in addition to the normal DLCs, there's another sort of trophy list that is just beating it on New Game Plus, and I'm like, you motherfuckers, like, now my percentage mm-hmm. is lowered even more for this stupid trophy. So, anyway, I'm sure there's people out there who who are happy about it. So, yeah, that's better that way, though, because you, you can at least get the Platinum, because that's how I... Right. I don't mind the lower percentage, but I get the platinum. It's cool. Um, Daryl, I would be interested to know if you check your your avatars or something that that you may have. I don't know if you've gotten something for that. Possibly, you know, if you look at your avatars on a regular basis. I don't check them out too often. Um, just the other day, I've seen the stickers. I don't know if that's related to like owning a game or hmm. doing something specific, but I've noticed that I have a bunch of stickers for games that I played. Oh, um, it'd be interesting to know if that's like somehow related to doing some sort of in-game accolade or something like that. But I'm gonna have to check my avatars, see if there's anything that might have popped. I'll check those out eventually. That's a really good point, though. I never even consider avatars in terms of unlockables from games i know that obviously when you pre-order certain things you get a big bundle of stuff whether it's avatars and a theme or you know maybe stickers as well daryl to your point i have no idea but it kind of brings up an interesting issue that i have which is that more games don't have a theme that unlocks when you get a platinum trophy i know there's a few that sony has even endorsed that you i think you get an email once you get the platinum in the game and they send you a specific theme but there needs to be more stuff like that, I think, to kind more of more themes. What the hell? Yeah, give me more tro- like trophy exclusive themes. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't get it. Yeah. Also, something I missed I... from the Xbox. Did they is, do that on um... Xbox? Yeah, I remember. Like for your avatar, you can unlock like different pieces of gear. Oh. So I think I had a lot of stuff unlocked for Halo Reach. You're like, so right. Helmet through. For like the Spartans, so that was pretty cool, and that was something I, I really missed from Microsoft and kind of coming over to Sony and not having that same kind of incentives for like beating the game on these difficulties or doing some sort of in-game achievement. You don't really get rewarded for it, so it'd be nice to have that implemented in the Sony system so may- yeah. maybe down the road maybe ps5 maybe they'll have something like that but hmm. we're, we're four consoles into playstation and nothing hasn't popped up yet that's a really yeah, good I point that, as well <clears throat> that was really cool but i don't think that xbox one does that they don't have the the little mini people avatars anymore uh. that i've seen on my profile um well, that is like but, a thing that was, it was big at that time because you had Xbox 360, which I think took its cue from the Wii, to be honest. But there, you know, you can create little Nintendo versions of yourself on their consoles now. And it is a pretty interesting idea. I would be open to that coming back for PS5 and allowing more customization of your avatar rather than a static image. 
probably some of the favorite avatars that I have are just from that end of 2019 in review sort of thing where you kind of saw what games you played the most, right? And it shot you those stickers and stuff and everything like that too. I think that was pretty cool, but they need to do more stuff like that to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went looking through it. I tried to change. I did change up my stuff last night, but like, I was like, Oh sick. I still have nothing new. <laughs> like, and I, <laughs> I actually got the, the bloodborne platinum and I didn't get an email. Oh. And I've heard being on that Reddit now that, you know, there are some, I guess you got to email them and like, Hey, I didn't get this. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I just don't even, I can't their system just work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it's, annoying. It, now it's got to go through all this extra work after platinuming bloodborne. Like, come on, <laughs> I'm, done. I'm over it. Isn't that enough work? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, to bring up Reddit again though, and before we get into the run of the show, I know we're kind of go we're talking a bit longer than normal, which is good. Um, but we had a couple posts. I know you posted something, Eli, I wanted to draw attention to where congratulations on having more golds than silvers. Was that what it was? Or silvers than bronzes? <laughs> something like that happened. And yeah, pretty rare so. moment in terms of trophy collecting. So congrats on that. And I think you put Thank it you. on the uh, on the Reddit as well. So go take a look at that picture if you guys are interested. Yeah, that was... Uh... I I had some of those easier platinums planned out for like breaks in between near because it was you know it's a longer longer game than I usually play but um so I had I had these two easier platinums planned out and I realized how close I was with my silvers and golds and I was like you know what I'm going to take advantage of this situation right now and just play these two games bouncy bullets and daggerhood uh to get to get the extra golds i needed to get it over there because i thought that was a cool milestone milestone that you know it's pretty i mean i guess unless you're only exclusively playing these easier platinum or (laughs) easier games that like it won't happen so yeah i thought it was cool and i took advantage of it and yeah congratulations again i think that's pretty cool to give everyone else an idea i'm sure if you're listening to this podcast you're well aware that the ratios are hard to maintain but for an example, I have over 1,800, almost 1,900 bronzes, 550 silvers, 170 golds. <laughs> so very much so swinging in, it's weighted towards bronzes, right? So anyway, pretty cool. And the other thing I wanted to draw attention to on Reddit is I actually put up a post yesterday, and this ties into what we've been playing. Last time I talked about wanting to go for the platinum in Mafia 2. And I was really excited because I bought the game on day one, essentially, digitally for $30. And I'd never played the franchise before, and it looked awesome. And lo and behold, with my luck, the trophy list is fucking glitched again, just like Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. So this time, it's even more of an egregious trophy. The trophy that's glitched is called the Enforcer, which only asks you to kill 50 enemies. And on the PS3 version of the game, I guess that is supposed to happen around the middle of Chapter 4. So it's, it's almost one of those freebies where you're just expected to get it through normal play. And it's at 0.0%. No one has gotten, or figured out, I should say, how to get this trophy to pop. And subsequently, then, the platinum is at 0.0%. So I made a Reddit post about it, sort of asking if anyone had heard any details or anything like that. And I was hoping to get more traction and then tweet that Reddit post at the developer to kind of encourage them to fix the game. But it didn't get a whole lot of traction. So if you care about these sorts of things please go and like upvote the post or kind of add your input onto it because this is pretty frustrating for a game that just came out. They charge you $30 and 
and they won't even fix a bronze trophy that should be incredibly easy to get in their game. For sure. Yeah, that's really unfortunate because Mafia 2 is a really great game. And uh, for it to be that cheap, I think a lot of people would enjoy the game, especially Mm -hmm. if you're a trophy hunter. And for that to happen to you, I think that might turn a lot of people away from playing a really great game. Yeah. So that's really unfortunate. That's your second one in a row. So (laughs) I think you should probably change your gamer tag to CK Glitch. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I kind of like that, actually. (laughs) It's pretty cool. You'd be known for having glitch games happening to you. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. I know it's, it's very frustrating. And so I'm, I'm sorry to the listeners, if you were looking forward to me discussing Mafia 2's trophy list this time around as a, you know, I still intend on going back and finishing the game once they fix the list, which I'm really hopeful that they'll do. But, um, that, that studio might have more important things they're working on right now, such as they're finishing the Mafia 1 remastered, which isn't supposed to come out till August. So we'll, we'll see what happens as a quick side note, the, playboy magazines that you get in that game are real playboy magazines with like actual covers so that was a surprise to me where i was going to pick up a collectible and i'm like that's a naked woman (laughs) (laughs) i was like what the hell um hoping like my girlfriend doesn't come in right as i'm grabbing that magazine to be like what the fuck are you playing (laughs) you know she wouldn't say it like that she's very chill but um yeah it was yeah make sure you disclose with your roommates before before starting the game right exactly (laughs) so yeah interesting nonetheless but i think that's all i have to say about reddit you guys have anything else we want to touch on before we jump into sort of what we've been playing then i got demonetized on youtube did you what happened (laughs) no i just thought it was funny the uh well it kind of is i was never monetized to begin with but like i got a whole thing on my uh the witness challenge game video i have what since it has some old classical songs in it i think i don't know if daryl you remember what they are but they you know it tagged a certain section of my video and and saying because of this this song something something copyright infringement i've been demonetized on that video so oh my I just gosh thought that was like, i'm not making any money off youtube but like i'm already demonetized like it's off to a good start wow <laughs> And that video has been up for some time. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm just like, what? Oh my gosh. Wow. That's crazy. Well, sorry to hear yeah, that. It actually has been getting a couple of views recently. I don't know what the deal is, where it's at. I've never uploaded it anywhere, but uh, it's been getting a couple more. And I wonder if that's why it got kind of flagged. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That's a bummer. Sorry to hear that, sir. But uh, hopefully... You've learned your lesson. <laughs> you can't yeah, right. yeah. Oh my gosh. I have a, a video on my YouTube of Halo Reach multiplayer where I straight up just used a band's song as the background music for the video and never got nothing ever happened from it. Like in the video has a couple hundred views or something too. So I'm real surprised at that. But whatever. Whatever. The algorithm found you. You can't hide from it. Nope. <laughs> Um, well, people from YouTube will probably be hearing this podcast and they'll be like, well, there it goes. You said it on live podcast. I'm going to flag you now. <laughs> yep. I'm going to get all of our content removed. All my five-year-old <laughs> videos are going to get taken down. All right. Well, getting into sort of what we've been playing, uh, I'll go first just because I don't have too many huge updates to talk about. One of them 
was supposed to be Mafia 2, and obviously, as I said, that's not happening. So what I decided to do was go back and look at things I had purchased that were quick wins that sounded pretty fun to do. So I decided to play the Tower or the Deadly Tower of Monsters, which is an actually pretty decent game, I have to say. When I first started it up, I was a bit disappointed at the frame rate and how it was running, but I sort of got over that as I think it's part of the charm of the game is the, that it's pretty janky feeling. And to kind of give a bit of a description, Daryl, I know you've played it already. It's a essentially a twin stick shooter that has more verticality and platforming than you would expect from a game like that. So the premise is you are Dick Starspeed, I believe his name is. Yeah, Dick Starspeed, and your rocket crash lands on this planet, and you're greeted by another protagonist, Scarlet Nova, who is the daughter of an evil emperor. And your whole thing is basically ascending this tower that the evil mastermind has constructed in order to take him out. And he has a weird scientist who works for him who makes these you know monstrous creations and stuff like that. And you have a robot sidekick, which sounds all very cliche, but the kicker is that it takes place in a 19... 19- 50s sort of aesthetic and on top of that you have a live narrator over most of your gameplay and it's supposed to be the director of the movie so you're basically playing through a movie plot and the director is giving commentary over it it's pretty funny i don't normally laugh out loud when i play games or very rarely and i think this game made me at least chuckle a few times which is cool and it's you know one playthrough it took me about five and a half hours to get the platinum and it actually has more golds than silvers, has seven golds, six silvers, and ten bronzes, which made it a pretty fun trophy hunt. And I have to say, I think it was it was really good. I was pleasantly surprised by it. Daryl, what did you think of the game when you played it? Um, I'm right there with you. I definitely enjoyed the game a lot. Um, I went through my backlog one day and was just trying to pick a game that was quick and easy to play. And that was one of the games that I settled for. I know you bought it, but the game was a, a free PS Plus game a while back, so I I picked it up then when it was free. Mm-hmm. So it I definitely enjoyed it a lot. The platinum is at four point six right now, so a lot of people definitely enjoyed this game, mm-hmm. and I liked it a lot just because it had like typical movie role cliches in it. Yeah, you know, you got the handsome man sort of. D- it's a little bit dim with it. <laughs> uh, you got the the sexy heroine actress, you know, typical blonde, yep. you know, beautiful chick, evil scientist, bad villain. So a lot of those things, I really enjoyed seeing that in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun. I like the trophies. Trophies were easy to get. Yep, they were very fun to get, and like eating like the bosses. The boss fights were pretty cool for this kind of game. I especially enjoy the part where you're like falling from the arena down to the to the bottom oh, yeah. of the map. Right. Where you're like free falling and you have to like attack the boss and I think you have to do it before you hit the ground. Yep. You have to do um, a set amount of damage or else you have to redo that section. Yeah, it, that's a good call out because the verticality was something I really enjoyed. So the whole le- the whole game is essentially loaded at one time. There's no loading screens except when you go inside the tower, I think. But the exterior is all loaded and you're kind of making your way up this thing. And at any point, you can jump off and free fall as far down as you want. 
So it adds some sort of interesting dynamics where you, there's hidden islands and there's a, a ghost ship that flies around and circles the tower at different points. And the way that you have to get to these places is to get high enough up to free fall and be able to glide o- enough away from the tower to land on these like you know little hidden secret areas, which was really cool. And you even had to, for one of the trophies, drop through a certain number of hoops. I think it's 50 of these golden hoops that are just all over the map. And again, if you get high enough up, you could drop down and kind of hit a sequence of 10 of them as you fell, sort of like a Sonic game almost. And it added some really interesting ways to play other than conventional twin stick gameplay. And um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is the trophies actually tie into the gameplay. So in the game menu itself, there's a a set menu called missions, I believe. And they're essentially just the trophy descriptions. And when you do that trophy... Uh, requirement, you'll get a skill point that you can then use to upgrade your character in the game to get sort of more melee damage, more ranged weapon damage. Uh, maybe you use your abilities faster, stuff like that. So as you're on your road to platinum, platinuming the game, you're actually powering up your in-game character, which not a lot of games do. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Dude, that's sick. Yeah. Why don't more games do that? That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a really this game interesting idea. so sick. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed I missed out on it now. Well, you own it, right? Uh, yeah, I bought it. It was 450 <clears throat> And it's funny that the trophy guide does say it's uh, 10 hours, but that look, it's cool that you got a little shorter. Yeah, about half of um, that, actually. Yeah, I actually had it uploaded because um, that was going to be one of my breaks in Nier. Mm-hmm. But like, I decided to do that like trophy thing, so I ended up deleting it. I'll probably get to it after Nier. Um, cause I want near to be the 40th or whatever, but mm-hmm. yeah, man, now you got me all hyped up. <laughs> That's uh sounds super cool to have the, that kind of mechanic and that different ways to play. And yeah, there's cool monsters too, man. There's like, I mean, they're cheesy looking, but there's dinosaurs and robots and like apes and, and insects and all kinds of, you know, aliens. It kind of runs the gambit in terms of the enemies and they're so cheesy to where you can see the string hanging them. Like it's supposed to be a movie prop, right? So you can see the string that's holding the enemy up and without spoiling anything at the end of the game, you get a weapon that's pretty fourth wall breaking. I think I can say that it's a really interesting way to finish off the gameplay, but yeah, I would recommend it to anybody. Even if you pay full price for the game, which I would imagine is no more than 10 or $15. I think it's, it's well worth it. So getting it for 450 or getting it for free luckily for daryl or anyone who added it to their backlog out there i would definitely recommend going for it so um yeah that's pretty much all i have to say on deadly tower of monsters the other game that i've been playing that is different from what you guys we've all been playing strange brigade we'll talk about that a little later but i've been playing minecraft dungeons and that game is awesome it's essentially a well, let me back up. The, the interesting thing about the game is it's an Xbox Studios game. So a, a first-party developer for Xbox has published out a game that you can play on PlayStation 4. Really cool. I love when companies are now deciding to kind of break down this barrier that exists between consoles and saying, yeah, you can get some of these exclusives or some of these properties on your console of choice. You know, If Master Chief Collection came to PlayStation, I'd lose my shit. So hopefully that happens at some point. But Minecraft Dungeons, it's a, a roguelike... Diablo 3-esque game where it's a top-down, again, twin-stick gameplay where you have spells and weapon upgrades and skills, and you collect loot and kill enemies in different environments, sort of a dungeon crawler. 
But the kicker is it's with a Minecraft aesthetic. So it's more childish. It's more simplified. And I don't mean those in a negative way either. And part of the fun for this game is I've been able to play it with my girlfriend, Stephanie, who enjoys games but doesn't play a lot of PS4. So something that's a little more relaxed of an experience compared to Diablo has been really good. And it's a a 3 out of 10 difficulty at 20 hours, the sort of negative aspect is that it does require three playthroughs. Um, the game only has about 10 levels, and once you get through them, it unlocks an upgraded, more difficult version of the levels you've already played, and you'll need to go through those to get a specific trophy that asks you to beat the final boss on the third difficulty set. So you got to go through all the levels three times, which on the surface sounds pretty annoying, but... The nice thing is they change the layout of the levels when you replay them and they change the enemy placements and the loot that you get is always different every single time. So it's not too repetitive of an experience. And it is also couch co-op gameplay. If anyone's looking for a couch co-op game that you can get a platinum trophy in, those are pretty rare nowadays. So another one that I'd really recommend if you like things like Diablo or any sort of dungeon crawlers, this is the one that you might you know, enjoy just turning it on, having a beer or two, just relaxing and getting some trophies in. It's pretty solid. You guys play Minecraft at all? Anything to say in terms of if that did something like this appeal to you or does it sound a little bit too too easy for you guys? That sounds fun. Diablo is kind of my next big game, though, that I was going to get into mm-hmm. after Nier. So probably probably save my, you know, whatever twin stick isometric spamming game for for that right that's fair have you played diablo daryl or are you interested in something like this ever i mean you could even do this with your wife if you wanted to it's pretty fun yeah i'm always out there looking for games i can play with my wife I know we used to play a lot of games back in the days on the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, we actually played Battlefield together. Oh, so that's cool. That was like one game we played a lot together. So I'm always looking for games we can play. And, you know, you say you play this with your girlfriend. So I, I would definitely pick that up just to be able to play with my wife here and there. Yeah, it's it's got a good list, like I said, as well. Pretty standard stuff, beating specific levels, collecting certain amounts of gold, um, upgrading your character. So you, there's a level-up system in the game, as you would expect. And there's trophies for hitting level 10, 25, and 50. And for a little bit of reference, I'm almost done with the first set of levels, and I'm level 18. So you you definitely need to play through the harder difficulties to get your character up to level 50. Um, but yeah, it's just goofy. Like, I have a relic that I can summon a llama to fight for me. <laughs> and stuff like that so it's it's pretty funny stuff there's seven golds 11 silvers and six bronzes so pretty good distribution of trophies in there as well um but yeah i think that's really all i have to say about what i have been playing so yeah daryl oh, you guys are oh yeah go ahead, go ahead. If you guys are looking for some games to play co-op uh right before we started this podcast i did a way out mm. with my brother while he was in town and that game it's got a pretty easy platinum and like it I don't want to say forces, but it incentivizes you like playing games and exploring and doing like side mini games and like it is pretty fun. So that might be a good one to check out. That's a good good suggestion. I've actually heard that as well. So I will write it down to check it out later. Um 
who wants to who wants to go next? Which one of you fools wants to tell us your journey of the last few weeks? <laughs> yeah, so I've been playing Darksiders still, but I've also been playing other games as well. Um, Darksiders, I'm like 18 hours in and haven't really made a huge dent. Um, 24% trophy completion as of now. 17 bronzes, no silvers, no golds. The game is definitely a lot longer and tougher than the first one. Um, I definitely have a long way to go. And I kind of like stepped away from it to play some other games just Mm -hmm. because of the repetitiveness of the game. It's your typical hack and slasher. So a lot of it was um, hack and slashing, but also puzzle solving as well. So you get a massive amount of enemies that you have to kill. Um, you, You get in this area and you're just walled off from progressing until you've beaten the enemies in this arena. And then once you've completed the area, you go to another and then you just have to solve a big puzzle that is just, you know, all over the place. It's not like a typical puzzle that's in front of you. It's just you have to traverse high and low to access a, a, a particular part of the area because it has like a bomb that you need to blow up on like something that's blocking your way through a door. Mm. So it's very repetitive and I got really tired of it. So I had to step away from it. But Eli gave me a book the other day. It's um, focused on the Darksiders series. And um, I'm probably like 50 pages in. So it's kind of like reignited my my interest in the game because it focuses on the two characters that I've played already, War and Death. So it's it's a pretty good book. I, I like what I'm reading. So it's definitely that's cool. Reined me back into playing that that game again. Yeah, that's, that's always cool when you can find a decent video game tie-in book. I've heard the Bioshock ones are pretty good as well, and I've certainly read probably like 15 Halo books. So <laughs> it's uh, it's always fun to do. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now with Darksiders too. So I might play a little bit more, but um, I'm focusing on some of the other games I've been playing just to. You know, you, you put it nicely, the other podcast, uh, Palette Cleanser. Mm-hmm. So playing these other games, which I'll touch base on later in the show, is um, definitely a good balance for me because I was definitely getting worn out playing Darksiders. You know, just the repetitiveness of the game was getting to me. So sure. I had to take a break from it. Yeah, I felt that way with the Uncharted trilogy after getting the plat in the first two games and being like, well... I want to do the exact same thing again in the third game or should I wait a while and every once in a while I still consider downloading it and going through it but I think I'm going to wait another six months year something like that who knows but I'll get to it at some point yeah I was playing a section in Darksiders where you you meet this king he's the king of the underworld basically and in order for him to help you, he gives you a quest where you have to bring back three of his lieutenants mm. because they've wandered off and they they didn't want to be a part of the, the king's court. So you have to go out and bring all three of them back. And um, I'll probably say I did like three and a half hours of just trying to bring those three lieutenants back. 
And each of those lieutenants had their own missions for me to do. So I had to do that. And um, once I got all three of them, I brought them back to the king. And then he ends up killing them. <laughs> it's like, you know, the one of the lieutenants is like, oh, what can I do for you, my king? And then the king says, well, you can die. I was like, bro, just I just brought him back. You made me waste all this time bringing them back just so you can kill him? Right. It's like, why didn't you like, give me a mission just to kill him then? Why do I have to go do this exactly. whole, run this whole charade? Oh, my God. So, just give me the hit list. I'll go take care of him. But for me to go through all that work just to do the missions they had for me and then bring it back. Oh, it's like, oh, my God. This, this is the reason why I don't stick with this game. Yeah. You're like, I'm over this. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it must fall by the master's hand. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's fair. It's fair. It definitely sends a message to the other people. You know, the king yep. does it. Although I'm curious, he's the king of the underworld, right? So are these people already dead? How do you kill them if they're already dead? Yeah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened. Maybe there's like a another underworld under the underworld. Under maybe? underworld. Yeah. Yeah. So underwear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why this no, reminded me, sure. but Undertale, by the way, is a really good, simple RPG to go for. If we're talking about things that are underneath things, Both I would recommend it to both <laughs> you guys. I'm not going to talk about it in depth, but it's a pretty good game, so check it out. What else have you been? So, Darksiders 2, I see you've been popping a lot of random trophies in Outlast. Most of them are hidden for me, because I've never played the game. So, how's that been going? Uh, it's been going great. I'm definitely enjoying the game a lot more than I did when I first initially played it. It's a first-person survival horror game. Mm -hmm. So, I would say if if you can play that, you could definitely play Resident Evil 7. Because it's <laughs> the same mechanic outside of you can't defend yourself. I hate so, that Outlast, oh, yeah, you that can't do fun. anything. Yeah, that's the part that that's why I haven't played the game. In addition to me being a little scaredy bitch and would probably have to turn it off after five minutes. It's just like it's scary enough when I can shoot them. If I can't shoot them and you're like, oh, just go run and hide under this bed, dude, it's going to be fine. I'm like, no way. That's going to scare me way too much. Point your flashlight in their eyes. <laughs> and isn't it dark yeah, as hell in that game most of the time? So you're really seeing it through like night vision. Like, oh, my God, that's, it creeps me out even just thinking about it. Yeah, the, the game definitely knows how to get under your skin in so many ways. Mm -hmm. Just the the map itself, it takes place at, at an insane asylum. It's just, you know, you, you know what you're getting yourself into going into one of those places. Right. And then you're seeing the amount of gore and chaos that's taking place inside is another one. And that, I think the one thing that's one that scares a lot of people is just the fact that you have night vision to guide you through some of these dark areas. Mm -hmm. So when you're playing through the game and you get to a dark area, you just see nothing but pitch black in front of you and you have night vision and you, you can't see anything even with the night vision on. So like anything could be waiting yeah, for what? you inside of the shadows and stuff like that. And then once you get to some of those harder difficulties, your battery will start to drain a lot more quicker. Mm. So you have to basically just click, see what you're 
get your bearings down and then click it off. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, the game definitely fucks around with you and it's it, it's fun, but then it's also like really scary, man. Like I was like shitting bricks a lot of the times. Are you playing this with headphones too? Like in the dark? Like a crazy psychopath? Um, I didn't play it for the first game, but I got my headphones working again. So now I'm wearing my headset when I play these games. And it's definitely adding a lot more intensity while I'm playing them. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, you hear everything. So you hear a lot of the whispers. You hear a lot of screaming in the background. Yeah. You know, and then it's, it's really trippy, too, because there's a button that you can use to like look behind you. Mm-hmm. So when you're flicking that, you know, you'll hear like things behind you that you probably thought was there, but they aren't. So it, it's a good way for you to kind of make mm-hmm. sure you, you know what's behind you, but it's really trippy because you don't want to look sometimes. And it's like, do I want to look or do I just want to run away? Yeah. So you want to run away. That's what you want to do. That's like, <laughs> that's the, uh, the moment that I realized I could get through some of these scary games was when I just decided to say, fuck it and just run. You know, I'm like, I'm not even going to look at what's chasing me. I'm just going to literally like run through it. And the other thing I've had to do is turn off in game audio entirely sometimes. Like, I'll just put a podcast on or like put nah, like, or like put, or put like music on or something and be like, oh, this isn't too bad. Um, that's the only way I was able to get through the evil within, which I did do a full game playthrough for on my YouTube channel was that one. I was doing audio, like live commentary over it. And even talking to people that weren't there, essentially just talking to yourself, right. Made it much easier to get through than if I just sat there and did it with headphones. Um, Mm. same thing for dead space. Actually, when I did that series playthrough, I was like, I can't imagine doing this by myself. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, I'm up the, there with some of the <laughs> I'm up there with some of the other hardcore people who play with the headset, mm-hmm. play that night, and just turn the volume up. Like I was up at one o'clock this morning just playing the game. Yeah, I saw that. Just trying to beat the second game so I can like have some story input mm. for the podcast, but I didn't beat it, so I'll definitely beat it like today or tomorrow. Does it have but... a platinum or no? Part two does. Okay. The first one and the DLC don't. Mm. So I think right now I am at 80, 81% completion for Outlast. And the only thing that I need to get is just all the recordings. So I've saved the, the easiest one for last. Okay. I've taken care of some of the harder trophies, which were the insane trophies. So on Outlast, it stands at 0.5%. Um, comp- uh, of people who've gotten that trophy. Wow. And what happens in Insane is you only get a limited amount of batteries. You only get two, and you have to beat the game without dying. Two batteries for the whole game? Yeah. You're essentially so kinda... blind for the whole game. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. L- luckily, you can change the brightness. Mm. So I made sure that I changed the brightness, so that definitely helped a lot more than um going through it first time around where the map was just super dark sure but uh i think it took me like five playthroughs just to get the insane trophy i have a (laughs) pretty funny uh story where i got to the very end i was probably like five minutes away from beating the game oh no and 
I got to a junction where I was not sure where to go. Like mm-hmm. I was watching PlayStation uh, trophies on my phone while I was playing the game. And then I, I had seen where he was going. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. You know, I'm pretty sure where I know to go. And then when I got to the area, dude, I was like tripping. I was like, dude, I didn't get to this part on the video. Where do I go? Where do, I go? <laughs> do I go left? Do I go right? So right when I finally figured out where to go, um, just in that moment of hesitation, what, what was chasing me caught up to me and killed me. I was five minutes away from beating the game on insane difficulty and got killed because of a little mistake of not proceeding and watching the video. So, Oh, that's so frustrating. I was really upset. Like I was gripping my controller. Yeah, I was. Oh man, so you're upset. this Wolfenstein yeah, Two is a make, great idea. Yeah. You're gonna have a fantastic time with this game. <laughs> I cannot yeah, wait. Say, make sure that doesn't happen to <laughs> Wolfenstein. <laughs> yeah, oh. so that, that that was irritating. But um, I know in other cases I probably would have just given up and not even gone for the trophy. Mm-hmm. But I I stuck with it. I played it again just after dying, and I was able to get that trophy. How long does it take so, to beat the game if you know what you're doing? If you know what you're doing, it, it takes a little over an hour. Okay, so it's it's a lot like a Resident Evil game in that way, where you can really yeah, like start to that. shave time off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, oh, so I, I failed a quest in Nier and almost gave up the whole game on that. <laughs> I mean, God, I couldn't imagine going through like the hardest difficulty and then be like, oh, let's, let's do it again. That was fun. Oh, yeah. That's cool. You got it done, though. Yeah, congrats. That sounds like a pretty hard trophy. It's such a bummer that doesn't have a platinum. Like, are you kidding me with this shit? Yeah, hey, no gun, it, no it is a bummer. Yeah, what? I mean, <laughs> the 100% still looks cool on your feed, so that's good. But yeah, I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, luckily, they do have a platinum for part two. Mm-hmm. But right now, it stands at 0.1%. And I think the What's reason the why that is, yeah, is completing insane mode, which I've already done on the other games, but completing it without reloading your camera. So you got to go through the whole game with just the battery that's already in your camera. One battery. Yeah, one. So we're yep. gonna give you two, but you can actually only use one. Cause fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. So I think I, that's the trophy that's really holding people back from getting that platinum. I would assume that most people aren't even attempting it. That's my guess. It's like you look at the, the requirements and you're like, I'm not even going to try that. So the the question is going to be, are there points in the game that your character automatically gets another battery without you having to do anything? Because, for example, there's there's a that healing trophy for Resident Evil 7, right? Where you have to beat the game without healing or a set amount of times. But... Your character gets a free heal a couple of different times just by the nature of the story, right? So it, it sounds worse than it is in some ways. So I'd be curious to hear how that works. Because if I remember correctly from what I've seen of Outlast 1, you don't even get a full battery in your camera when you start, right? So it's like, not only do you not get to reload your camera, we're going to give you like a half-charge battery in the beginning. It's yeah, too much. who... who, who, who? Who's an investigative journalist and goes to a scene with half a battery? Who goes by themselves? Yeah. Anyway, I would not go be like, I'm going <laughs> to check out this abandoned in fucking insane asylum by myself. It sounds pretty fun, right? No. At night. Yeah. No. At least bring your dog or your cat or something. Like, holy moly. 
Yeah, so that trophy beating the, the insane mode without reloading a camera also stands at 0.1%. So that's the one that's keeping people from getting that trophy hmm. platinum. So you're going to have some fun got, times ahead. <laughs> between that and Wolfenstein, oh, yeah. too. I don't know how you're going to do it. You might need some Quaaludes or something. I, you're going to be way too stressed out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to take some time from work, man. Yeah, now if we you, know. If you see me not at work one day, you'll know why. Yeah, well, dude, take the 4th of July weekend. Extend that thing out. I think I asked for Monday off after 4th of July. because I think it's on a Saturday this year, so we get Friday. But I asked for Monday off as well to get a nice chunk of time. Should be good. Nice. I might have to do that. Yeah. I will keep you guys posted on, okay. you know, my adventures when I get to those points. Sounds good. Well, still, it's a lot of yeah. good, a lot of good progress there. Uh, Eli, what have, what have you been jamming out on? Um. Uh. So yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I was playing those. I played those two little, little cheapy games. Uh, bouncy bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty easy. All you really had to do was beat 25 regular levels and then like six of the special levels, which are the other the first six levels with added enemies. Um, and most of the trophies just happen if you're unless you're like avoiding them, really. Like you pretty you have to die and like kill right. one of each of the characters, um, which is a yellow, a purple, a black, and then you're not supposed to kill the gray ones, but you got to kill one for the trophy. And it's like a, so it's a first-person shooter platformy, not really puzzle because they're not very hard, right? Type deal. Um, on the, you know, super cheap version of that, and it's just like these blocks that are yellow and purple, and your right trigger shoots one color, your left trigger shoots another, mm-hmm. and you have to coordinate that with the enemy to take them out and the black enemies you gotta like bounce off the ground so it's got some cool little mechanics but again these indie games really need to step up their game with platforming yeah because yikes that another, is what i've heard about that game another garbo platforming where like you have to be like facing that right direction and you can kind of move like you jump straight and you hold left on the stick and you like you can move left but you won't like it like ch- changes your velocity as you're like, do- and it like, and then you just like fall into the water. It like right. doesn't carry like, like a normal game would. It just like shuts off, and you like slowly move that way. And then like there's like these bouncy trampoline platform type deal things, and it's just like they seem to bounce as high as they need to. Mm. Like they don't have the same bounce every time. It's like if there's a tall platform in front of you that you're intended to go up, it's like boom, and it shoots you like way flying up. But mm-hmm. if it's like a short jump, it only shoots you up enough to get to that point. Oh, weird. And so that's always like weird to like you're not you don't know what you're getting in like to expect. It's pretty weird. Yeah, I saw PS5 but, trophies do a like full platinum run through of this game, and that's kind of what I remember about it was the platforming was imprecise so like i think he died more from just the jump failing than from anything else happening in the game yeah i got stuck on one level i was like frustrated with the jumping i died <laughs> like five times but it was still short you know like t- you know 20 minute platinum oh wow so that was real short that was then. one of the easier ones yeah yeah it's at 89.2 percent 
Oh, okay. And it's got 11 yeah. golds, too? Holy moly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much all these games are are formatted that way as far as trophy lists. Right. You know, they give you... The, the most they can squeeze in is, like, 11 um, golds, and then they either toss in, like, a, a silver or four bronzes or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Or they'll give you 10, 10 golds and then a couple silvers or, you know. Sure. Yeah, they squeeze in the most gold. That's how. That's why I played those to get that boosted up for so I can. Ah, uh, for the Reddit post. Sick ratio. Dude. For the gram, put it on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the developers are aware of that. So you you say you got the platinum in twenty minutes, mm-hmm. eleven golds, and it's like, all right, people think this is an easy plat, but we'll make the game imprecise. You'll die a lot from just jumping. Mm. You know, I wonder if that's the case. I that's, would. Yeah. I would hope so, because the alternative is that they just didn't care <laughs> and that they rushed it out, <laughs> which is honestly, yeah. not, not to be a pessimist, probably more likely, was that they're like, we have two guys that are going to work on this game for a month and a half, and we need it done, just like, get it out, you know? Because yeah, they know, they know they, people are going to buy it for the, the easy trophies. Yeah, I think a lot of that, uh, the Rattaliki, whatever, I'm not sure exactly who published these two, because mm-hmm. uh, the other one's Daggerhood, but I know they do a lot of these games, and they they put get games out like a weekly basis. It seems like so they really do, yeah. Um, it's probably more the rushed thing. It's unfortunate too because I can't hate on getting trophies in these games and stuff. And uh, I, you know, it's I haven't really done it, but I don't think that there's necessarily anything wrong with it. But I do wish that the trophies had a little bit more weight to them in terms of like a gold trophy should be standardized in terms of how difficult it is relative to the game. Cause now the whole ecosystem can get messed up where I know you don't do this Eli, but I'm sure there's people that are level like 80 just purely from games like this, you know, and really, really simple platinums. They don't even try with like other more conventional games. And it's kind of unfortunate because now it doesn't really mean anything if you're level 20 versus level seven or, you know, it's just, it really messes up the overall impact of what the trophies mean when developers don't take it seriously. Yeah. I wish there was, we kind of touched on this on like previous episodes. That was a while ago with kind of how they screwed up their, um, the ecosystem as far as the trophies Mm -hmm. and like Xbox has like, I mean, it's kind of the same as a game that doesn't give you a platinum Mm -hmm. that, you just get the hundred percent where they have games that were just like worth like 400 gamer score or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have the ability to rank them uh, with like differing values besides uh, bronze, gold and silver where like one can be five, you know, that's what these games would be, should be full of like five gamer scores instead of um, instead of a hundred or whatever. But the, you know, if you, yeah, the unfortunate thing is they basically, it's like a game on PlayStation is worth, if it has a platinum, is worth a full game, basically, right? So, like, the thing we've talked about with, like, bronze, you know, getting a bunch of bronzes and mm-hmm. stuff, which, like, if there's 40 or 60 to 60 bronzes in a game, like, you're going to get the same amount of uh score percentage on your on your uh, i don't even know what you call that 
on your trophy like trophy list. level, basically. Yeah, your trophy level, you'll still get the same amount of points as a game like this where you get 11 golds. Right. They're all worth that same amount of points. So it's just because they've made a game worth a game. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to say that. Yeah. That, you know, that's where the trouble the trouble came in. I think, is that actually the, the platinum, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well... I don't know. Like, I'm not going to talk too much on it now, but I did start Bioshock One and pop some trophies in that, and that list is so fucked. Like, I don't even. It really almost turned me off from even wanting to attempt the game because it has not that it's it's supposed to be a fantastic game. I'm enjoying my time, but it has 59 bronzes. It's a the platinum, three golds, three silvers, and 59 bronze trophies. I don't even. I just don't want that many. I'm like, just get rid of mm. half of these, you know? And the, yeah. Again, I'm not going to get too far into it because I have a lot of problems with not only the distribution, but what the list is and how the trophy descriptions are written. I think are really lazy too. So I just, yeah. I don't know. It bothers me. It bothers me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the good. I know it, it kind of like screws up your ratio, but right, if you, I think they have said that it's worth like 15 for the bronze, 30 for the silver, and then 90 for the gold or whatever. Yep. Like if you got, 59 of them at 15 that's 885 mm-hmm. points right so that's still worth you know the whatever yep. and 10 golds so you're getting the same amount of points you get you're actually getting more pops yeah i guess you get more trophy pops but it's just too the list is too long I'm like are you kidding me looking through this thing <laughs> what is this yeah hmm. so what else other than uh bouncy bullets have you been getting oh yeah here? Daggerhood was the other one I played. It was cool. It's a 2D, another one of those 2D platformers um, with yet another gimmick mm. where you teleport to your dagger, which is like a projectile weapon you have. Even It's not really what a dagger is, but in this game, it's a projectile. And then you teleport to it hmm. and then drop down where wherever it was. So kinda it was cool. kind of cool, but it had way too many, way too much to it. Again, we're like, there's a double jump and a wall jump and then your dagger thing. So like, you know, I'm double jumping, but I accidentally hit the wall instead of like going over with my double jump. Then I'm like jumping on the wall. And I, so I'm like smashing X the whole time trying to like get the jumps down (laughs) a couple of levels with the timing of the dagger teleport was kind of frustrating. Um, But yeah, the list was pretty easy. 12 levels get the treasures, all of the treasures. There's like five hidden treasures, uh, which are basically collectibles on 10 of the levels, get three stars on 10 of the levels, and then get 10 fairies, which were like time collectibles. You had to get to them in the level uh, fast enough before they disappear. Um, So they were pretty easy. And then the others were, you know, die once and kill an enemy. Um, But the, I think it was the three stars. No, it was the fairies was... Um, glitched for me hmm. on, I think it was level 9 so I had gotten all of the fairies on up to level 10 I believe and then I, mi- I was missing 8 and 9 and so I went and did level 9 and I got the fairy and when I finished the level it was telling me I hadn't found it Wow, which was frustrating Yeah, uh, but then I just went and did level 11 to get it hmm. but 
There's a little... I don't know if it was an uh, isolated incident, but that's what happened to me. Yeah, it's weird. Interesting. Yeah. So would you recommend it? Did you enjoy it more than... I mean, certainly sounds like you liked it more than Bounty Bullets. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I would recommend it. It was okay. It was in the middle of the line. Mm-hmm. There was a lot more levels. I think, yeah, I I did enjoy collecting the the uh, all the treasures and trying to... S- Speed run up to the ferry was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd recommend it just as far as that. There's a little bit more to to go for and enjoy with it. But nice. Not as much as Iron Snout. Yeah, Iron Snout's still the the pinnacle of the quick easy plot. Yeah. Yep. So far. That's cool. We'll continue looking. This will be an ongoing saga. By the end of, you know, a few months out from now even too, you'll have a way better idea of like you can separate them. Like which ones are actually decent and which ones are kind of yep. lame. Yeah. Cool. What about um I see you've been popping some near trophies and know you've alluded to you've been playing that earlier. I'm really curious to yeah. hear what you think of this game. Because as most people will probably know, you can buy the trophies in this game in the in game store with in game currency, right? So mm-hmm. how are you approaching the trophy list? Uh I'm approaching it like I'm gonna do it. Like, man, okay. get them all. But actually, no, I lied. I do, I kind of want to try it. Like, there's never been a game that's had a trophy shop that I've ever played. So yeah. I am pretty tempted to to pick one out to buy. Um, we'll see where I land at the end of... So to obtain the trophy shop, you have to get through ending. So A, B, I think you have to do C, and then you have to get ending... D or E, I believe. Mm. You have to pretty much get roll the final credits. Um, I'm not super clear on all the endings because I'm not trying to spoil that until I get until well, I get through like C and stuff. Aren't there so, like 30? There's there's quite a few endings in this game, right? 26. 26 endings. Yeah. Jesus. So yeah, with the trophy shop, there is one that's slightly uh, missable. Um, I actually cleaned up the one. One of the trophies that's missable, I got the power-up part I need uh, right off the bat. But yeah, the I, to to recap from where I was last time, mm-hmm. I had to lower the difficulty to easy to beat that the freaking tutorial boss or whatever, <laughs> um, and that was ridiculously easy. Like, okay, I would I would recommend not playing the game on that difficulty because. You can like it like auto fires and like auto um, dodges and uses your like it plays the game for you. It mm. was insane. So it's just and like it a roller coaster ride at that point. Or yeah, like on rails. I think, yeah, I think you can turn off the auto stuff for easy, and then it'll just give you less um, uh, to give you less damage and more damage to the enemies. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I had to lower it for that. Once I get past that, they kind of tell you why you couldn't, um, save and, uh, kind of talks about the second playthrough. Yep. Um, there is a boatload of side missions, which is what has been delaying me. Um, so, um, yeah, like I've just been stuck doing side missions for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, that's just kind of how I play. 
I get like I have to do everything before I move on. And yeah, uh I do the same. I I ran into uh a side mission and got um I got so far into it and then it was like <clears throat> to finish it I had to go to where I needed to be for the next main mission. And so I got down there and picked it up and it was like, they were talking to me about the main mission. Mm -hmm. Like the dialogue was happening and I started and I picked up the last thing I needed for the side quest and that started happening. I was like, Oh fuck dude, I broke the game. This is not (laughs) going to be good. Yeah. And I hesitated and I was like, okay, you got to go to this place. Um, And so I, I decided not to go to the place and it failed the side mission for me. And I was like super pissed off. I was just a, it was a bummer, but I guess you get to go back. There's nothing truly missable good. in, in near besides that one part that could end up like falling into the water and you can't pick it up. Hmm. So that's kind of lame, but I ended up getting lucky on that. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'm reading yeah, the guide here and it actually just reiterated what you said. It's pretty funny. So, be warned that easy is very easy and hard is very hard, making normal truly the best option for most people. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, this one makes it very obvious that they build it to play on normal. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, back to your point about difficulty. No yeah, it's really trophies on this game. No, sir. It's good. But there's <clears throat> Ugh. Sorry, got to get some sugar pills in me here. Um, the uh, there's a lot. Ugh. <laughs> you all right? It got stuck in my. It got stuck in my throat. Oh, the, the worst. <laughs> the worst. Water. Break. My apologies. Now you're good. Um, you got to take care of business. You a, know. Yeah, can't let it. Um, there's a lot of side content in it. Um, which is pretty fun. I mean, if you're looking for like the whole world, you know, deep diving into a world, because mm-hmm. a lot of those side missions do uh, really build on the story and the world. Um, like there's this one, they use like, so basically you're 12,000, you're near 12,000 or close to it. Okay. And the humans have moved to the moon. And they've built androids to fight for them because the machines took over. And so you go down, you're an android, and you go down to the Earth to fight the machines. And, like, there's aliens and machines and androids, and it's crazy. But they (laughs) tie in, like, the whole human emotion complexity, and they use the machines to, uh, to show that, which is really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Like, there's one side mission that probably won't ruin much, but, like, a a sun runs away, a sun, machine sun runs away, and the mom's looking for it. So you go out and get the sun, and they talk about, like, since we've disconnected from the network or whatever, um, it's been harder to connect. Because, you know, if you're connected on network, boom, goals are happening, you know what's going on, and, like, you move forward to that like a machine would, with right. no emotion. And, like, so now... You bring the sun back, and it's like, you know, it's been hard for us to connect, but 
they wouldn't have had these like magical emotionally charged moments if it wasn't if they were on the network you know Mm -hmm. so it's pretty cool the way they tie like the human human you know complexities in with the machines right and androids and you know it's very interesting very thought-provoking that's heady man yeah (laughs) there you go yeah that's the word i needed yeah that a perfect surfer dude word to describe such a complex idea heady super heady yeah it sounds cool i mean the the game had a lot of recommendations a lot of accolades people really enjoyed it so i think it's another one of those for me where i just i don't think i played it in the right circumstance i think i've told you i played it at a friend's house really briefly got through the opening section, got down to the planet surface, was doing a side quest, and was like, ah, I'm kind of lost, or like, you don't really know what I'm sh- supposed to be doing. or so. And I never ended up going back to it, but I'm, I'm excited to hear you playing it because I'm curious what the end result will be after hearing so many good things about it. Yeah, d- definitely when I got there and the, the world kind of opened up, it felt really big, and you're just like running around. You don't know where you're going or what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say you do have to stick with it a little bit to start really enjoying it. There is a little bit of a, you know, um, you got to invest a little bit into it. Right. I can see how you were turned off at first because you don't start getting. And I guess Yoko Taro, the developer, has been known to be a troll hmm. on players. Um. So, like, they, they give you this big, like, errand side mission mm-hmm. to, like, go back and forth. And then that's when fast travel happens. Like, after that's done, you get fast travel. So they like, make you annoyed like, totally about the fact that you have to do it. And then, like, see, look, it's annoying. So here, here's fast travel. Uh-huh. And I think that's what happened with, the like, the side mission I had going down to this part where the main mission was. I guess I might have been able to pick it up earlier. But I was like, I'll wait to pick that up. Until I go down there, and then like I picked, and both were happening, and like yeah, I didn't know what to do, and I just like my brain fried, and like I think that was probably an intentional troll as well. <laughs> Your brain fried, the game broke, everything is breaking down. No, no one knows how to handle that moment. Yeah, I don't know. Have you so, played near ever, Daryl, or is it something you're interested in trying out? I've never played it before. But okay. I have heard things about the game. Um, only real, like I've only heard about it through like Eli and you know, just like you guys talking about it right now. So mm-hmm. it sounds like a cool game. I'm kind of curious about the story itself because it sounds like the androids are like androids from Detroit Human. Yeah, kind I'm of. Assuming. Okay. In that aspect, all right. I was like having like this these thoughts in my head like all right he's talking about machines are they like the machines from like terminator or like <laughs> from horizon zero Dawn? Like, i was thinking of like all these sci-fi movies about different machines but yeah they basically like they look like people for, huh? they basically okay. look like people yeah the androids do right the machines don't the machines look like uh i don't know colin i don't know a lot of other worlds to relate it to Fuck, i um, i really can't it's <clears throat> if you've played a final fantasy game before it's a square enix developed game right so it's 
just really strange enemy models is probably the best way that I would describe it. I, f- I remember correctly, isn't the first boss, it l- almost looks like a giant crane or something like that? Like, what is the... Yeah, it almost looks like right. a offshore oiling rig that right. comes out of the water, and it's got, like, big, giant saw blade arms. Right? Like, what know, the fuck? How would like you describe that? To, yeah. rig, <laughs> you know, with arms. Yeah. Oh, you know. Big offshore oiling rig with saw blade arms. So just picture that. Yeah, Super it's easy pretty straightforward, do. you know. <laughs> and then the, I guess the base enemy is like a little ro- like robot bunny. I think they're called bunnies. I'm not sure. But it's just like um, it's a cylinder mm-hmm. with a dome on top with feet and arms. That's yep. the base enemy. And then as they get bigger, they the, the middle enemy looks like a human, I would say. The middle machine looks like a human. Okay. And then like the big Goliath is like I got giant arms. I don't know. It's all over the place. Yeah. So it's at three playthroughs on PSN profiles. Three out of ten difficulty with sixty hours. Do you feel mm-hmm. like that's gonna be pretty accurate for your experience? Or what do you think? And this is assuming yeah. you don't buy the trophies, of course, because I think there is a way that you can just do that and maybe it cuts it the time significantly down. Yeah, the story wasn't... The story doesn't seem super long. It's all the side content. Mm. And you have to get 80% of the quest done to for one of the trophies. Oh, the you side have to quest? unlock 80% okay. of stuff to get trophies, like the fishing, the the enemy data and the quests, like all 80%, something like that. Yeah. But after I finished, I finished ending a, and it was different. It was nothing mind bending, but it really got me interested on like the third playthrough. Actually, the second one's the second one is basically the first playthrough, but you play as the secondary character. Okay. And then the third playthrough is an alternative story arc. Interesting. Well, no doubt you will be continuing to work towards this over the next few weeks. It doesn't sound like one you're going to be able to clean up real quickly. So, No, it'll probably be another couple episodes. See, that's what you got to do. You have to balance out these one hour long, you know, sort of platinums that you're going for with these huge, epic, Bloodborne style, you know, near Automata style 60 hour experiences. <laughs> it's good. Definitely. Um, so I see we're running well, a little bit longer than we normally do, but I do want to talk about, before we go, Strange Brigade a bit, which is a game we've talked about minimally in the past, where it's a four-player co-op game, or up to four-player co-op game, and we've been kind of making our way through it on a weekly basis, playing a few levels, go- going for some of the trophies, but just wanted to kind of get your impressions of the game overall so far what you guys think because it's it's certainly one that had a slower burn for me where the first time we played it i was like oh that's fun you know but it's not anything too crazy or too special and then kind of subsequent sessions and then playing it a little bit more on my own now and reading some of the reviews i'm like this game's pretty good and especially for the price that we got it at i think it's an enjoyable co-op trophy hunting experience so what what do you guys think i'm enjoying it I like the trophy list. They're fairly easy to get. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the only thing about it is just the story. I'm lost. <laughs> I've really not been paying attention to the story. So right. I think once we've beaten the game, I probably might just go back and like on YouTube, probably watch like the whole cutscenes just to kind of get an understanding of the game. It's basically the only thing that I know that we're working towards is defeating Sateki. Yep. Main boss. That's it. So like everything else that's been happening in between all these boss fights and stuff, I'm like, uh, okay, they're just another minion of her un- or her dead army. So yeah, that's about it. Um, I've been enjoying playing it a lot with you guys. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely been a really good co-op game. So I would definitely recommend this game to people who like playing it with their friends and just the experience has been pretty fun. I'm liking it. Yeah. I think that's all it is. For the story? Yeah. Correct. Like, yeah. That's, yeah, you got it full on. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got, well, been, you're a treasure hunter, and this Sateki is, I don't know, the watcher of all the treasure. It's kind of she's like. got people working for her. Yeah, it's kind of like the Brendan Fraser mummy movies, if you guys have ever seen that. So. I didn't gather this from just playing the game, but I did watch the IGN review for the game and read a couple others. And essentially the story is you're a, a, a group known as the Strange Brigade, who's a division of the British Secret Service or military. And it's around, I think it's in between World War One and Two, maybe closer to World War One. And you're treasure hunting and someone unleashes a ancient evil on the world and that evil starts to like reanimate dead bodies and so you fight skeletons and zombies and mummies and stuff like that and it's kind of wrapped up in this ancient egyptian uh aesthetic right and that's pretty much the story of the game <laughs> so it's not How are it's, we it's, in the military yeah we're a branch what? of the military yeah the strange brigade branch with the african lady was right and also Powers. what I didn't know until we or until I read the review is each of the four main playable characters have different passive abilities. And maybe this is detailed somewhere in in the game menus, but I never noticed it. So for example, the Voodoo Huntress, um she when she melees actually gains life from every every enemy that she hits. And then what? the soldier can actually take twice as much damage as any of the other characters and his melees do more damage. So stuff like that, where I'm like, what? Like I never, I don't remember like reading anything about that. I thought it was just kind of like their special abilities were different, but what does the nerd cool. get? I don't know what the nerd gets. Dang it. Cause that's who I like playing. It's, it might be something like your amulet does more damage. I wouldn't be surprised if the, mm. the mechanic um, has like her explosives deal more damage or something, but yeah, it's it's cool. You so find, you find more books. Yeah, when I was playing solo, I played as the huntress because if I was, you know, worried about dying or whatever, there was times when I was low on health and I would just go melee like ten times or something and I'd be like, oh, I'm full health. I don't need a potion. It's really cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to change my character, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I will say my favorite level has been the um, the one where we fight the. The pirates. Oh, the pirates. Tiberian. Yeah. Just reminded me of Pirates of the Caribbean and, you know, that whole atmosphere. So I'll probably say that was probably like my favorite one. Mm-hmm. And the one where we fought like the Anubis boss, which yep. was annoyingly frustrating because I, of the different weak points we had to shoot at. I just did that solo. And let me tell you, it's pretty goddamn frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I turned it down to easy just to kind of run through it, but yeah, it's uh, I've just been grinding it out trying to unlock weapons because there's an in-game shop where you can get different uh, primary and secondary firearms that carry across all of your characters that you use. So the characters, there's four of them, have different upgraded specials that you can get, and those are unique, and the upgrades to your guns are unique, but the the armory itself is shared between all the characters. So uh, I just bought, the, I think, the best shotgun in the game, and that thing, like, it one hits almost everything. It's ridiculous. So pretty fun, pretty fun. And going through them solo, the levels, which you're going to have to do to grind out some money for the shop and also some collectibles, I would recommend that you walk, not run, because the levels are actually really detailed, and it looks... The graphics are pretty good in the game, except for when you're running around fighting all this stuff. Like, it's kind of easy to miss the level of detail that they put into some of these environments. And most of them are pretty cool and enjoyable to go through. What do you think, Eli? You've been enjoying it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I didn't know about those extra abilities. I'm going to have to look into that. And uh, (laughs) I do think the... I wish some of the like buy all the stuff wasn't so grindy. Yeah, kind of a little bit of a a bummer. I mean, just to go back and play them, just to get just to get more money. I, I like when games plan it out so you can, you know, if you do the right things or whatever, you know, you got to do all the side content mm-hmm. or whatever. But to just like replay levels again, just to get open chests and to get gold. Just, yeah, it's a little silly. And the amulet ones, like the random drop stuff, is always kind of rough. But right, I mean, there's some uh, what do you? Oh, it's a strategy to grind them out. There's a couple nice spots where you can pop a couple chests and get out. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the the grindy one of the money is the most frustrating for me. I think that's kind of lame. Yeah, from from what I've heard or read, I should say, when you play the game solo and you finish, you're going to be about $100,000 short of buying all the stuff that you need. And you roughly get 20000 per level solo, so you're going to have to replay a level at least five times, or replay at least yeah. five levels. Um, that's, like which, half, that's more than half the game. There's only nine levels in the game, and there's only collectibles yeah. on the first eight maps, by the way. So the ninth mission, whatever it is, I didn't look at spoilers, must just be some sort of boss fight or something like that. But... Yeah, that I would agree. Some of the collectibles are shared and others are not, which is kind of frustrating. And some of the collectibles are a random drop percentage chance out of a chest. So you can either get gold or you can get a gem or you can get a, a journal entry or something like that. So you need to get all of those. And in, when you're relying on a percentage-based drop, it can be frustrating. The, the good thing is, even if you don't get a drop and you get 1,000 or 500 gold, you at least are like, well... Okay, like that's putting me closer to getting a weapon or something like that. So there's not really any wasted resource necessarily. But yeah, I, I like it. I think I can critique the trophy list a little bit in that there's a mode in the game called score attack. And it sounds like a fun way to try to go through the level and keep your multiplier up and stuff like that. But there's zero trophies related to it. And it's just kind of strange because the horde mode has only two trophies related to it. And then the campaign gets pretty much all of the rest of them. And it would have been interesting if they maybe split up some of that a bit, like maybe get rid of some of these more like collectible based trophies and put some stuff in score attack maybe, but I don't know. 
I think, yeah, I I think it was odd the that the, uh, the collectibles are the are the four only the only four golds yeah. in that. Yeah. For beating the game is the silver, but it's like the I know it's weird. I guess the collectibles in most games are are easy, but this one at least there's some reco- you got to do a lot of stuff for them, so they mm-hmm. are worth the gold. But I just found it odd that that was the only like they tied the golds to the collectibles and not actually beating the game. Right. Yeah, and to clarify, I was looking at, you know how there's those two silvers that sound like they're for the same boss encounter? Like, shoot something out of someone's jaw or don't do it, right? So I guess at the the end of the game, not without spoiling what happens, because I didn't read about the boss fight, like, there's a way that we can just say restart checkpoint and we can get both of those in the same mission playthrough. So we don't need to worry about that, which is kind of nice. Um, but, yeah. Alright, so it is it is like a choice of how you kill him and then you gotta... Yeah, so you'll do one do option, an and then way. the trophy will pop, and then you have to do restart checkpoint, and then you just do the other option. So, not too bad. Um, anything else to say about Strange Brigade? There's quite a bit of DLC for the game, so we're going to finish it, and I don't know if either of you got the Deluxe Edition. I did not when it was on sale. So we're going to finish the game and have like a 60% <laughs> platinum, but whatever. It's all good. Yeah, I'm ready to be done with the game. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I think this is <laughs> <laughs> It's a game that we've kind of like played once a week over the past two and a half months. Yeah, maybe maybe um, like two months. Maybe a little less than that. Because yeah. we had started on the division two before that. Yeah. I, I mean it like as like, I, I know we have several games lined up mm-hmm. and uh a few of those games are games that I, I know that we, we can really get into, mm-hmm. like Battlefield and Star Wars Battlefront and Call of Duty World of War, which those two games I just mentioned were free on PS Plus. So definitely add those to your backlogs, everybody. Yep. World War Two, um, not World at War, just for clarification. Yeah. I wish World I at War why. was I available. Those two mixed up. Yeah. Well, I wish it was on PS4. You can't play that game on PS4, at least not that I yeah. know of. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I know that we got uh, a few great games lined up after this one. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely stoked to to kind of jump into those with you guys. Um, so yeah, so I think we got like what a few more weeks left of this game, and then just grinding it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm unfortunately going to miss this week's session, um, but I think we have three main levels left to play. So if you guys wanted to even, you know. I think you were intending on going back and getting some collectible stuff you'd miss, but honestly, if you wanted to play a new level, it's probably fine, and I can just do that one solo. I think maybe two more sessions, and we should be able to finish it up. And then we're going to have to do some individual playing on our own to kind of clean up the trophy list, but we're getting there. We're certainly getting there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to wait for you, man. We're the strange brigade. We, we, we can't do it without you, man. <laughs> well, yeah. So if I'm done with my plans this evening early enough to where you guys might be on, I'll definitely let you know and, and see what you guys are up to. Maybe we can try to do that one mission, um, one new one together. But we'll see. I think that is all that I had to discuss for this week's episode. Did you guys have anything you wanted to cover before we wrap up? Uh, maybe we can go around and just say what we're going to be playing next. Obviously, we said Strange Brigade is what we're going to be finishing as on a co-op level. Um, but let's go around and say what we're going for in the next couple weeks here. 
I'm still going to be finishing up my next uh, 24 playthroughs on Nier. <laughs> Hell yeah, and maybe a sprinkle of a, a short game in there at some point. I gotta wait, because I'm trying to make it for the 40th one, so I'm gonna strictly focus to Nier. Oh, interesting. The true I'm grind. actually gonna hold off on getting the grinding out the Strange Brigade stuff Okay. until I'm done with Nier. Hell yeah. What about you, Daryl? I'm just going to be playing Darksiders 2 and Outlast 2. Those are the two games I'll be working on. Outlast 2 should be a tough one. I'd be, be interested to see how it goes. Yeah, so ho- hopefully I got some good news for you guys on the on the next podcast, hopefully. Yeah, yeah awesome. About Wolfenstein. Oh, yeah. And Colin? <laughs> Wolfenstein. Um, so I actually just started Bioshock. So I'm going to be going for the Bioshock Remastered uh, as part of the collection. And additionally, going to continue to grind away at Minecraft Dungeons. I don't think that game should take most people very long if you play it every day, but uh, my girlfriend and I don't really grind it out for like hours and hours at a time. So that'll be sort of a continuous thing in the background. And um, I'm going to continue to make some progress in Resident Evil 5. I'm not going to go for the Platinum in that game, but I am replaying it with a high school friend. It used to be our game we played all the time together, so... I'm going to get a, a couple pops in there, but that should kind of do it. I'm definitely looking forward to jumping into the next co-op game. It sounds like we have some good first-person shooters lined up, which is my jam, so it should be fun. If you guys have input, not you guys, you two, but if any of the listeners have input in terms of, you know, like we said, we have Star Wars Battlefront 2, we have Battlefield 1, and we have Call of Duty World War 2 that we could do the zombies trophies together in. If you guys have an input on any of that, you can leave it in the comments below. Or if you have any tips for Daryl on his insane playthrough of Outlast 2, that would, I'm sure, also be welcomed in the comments. So wanted to thank everybody for taking the time to listen and for tuning in to this week's episode of Trophy Talk. Remember, it is a bi-weekly podcast uploaded on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash ckpresent. And that's going to do it for me. You guys want to say goodbye to the folks? Peace. <laughs> Later, guys. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Take care. Bye.